You know what I want to do when the quarantine is over and you can go to coffee shops again, like Starbucks? Is that a big part of your life? Going to coffee shops? Yeah, it's where I get work done. It's like where... Yeah, I am more I'm more productive in when there's like a lot of noise going on, like the smell of coffee, people chit-chatting in the background. Oh, that's brutal. I have my headphones in, I listen to awesome sweet sweet jams, jams with a z, <laughs> and uh I just get work done, write homilies, prepare talks, all that kind of stuff. So when the quarantine opens back up, I can go to Starbucks and you know how they ask for your name? Like, what's your name? to like so they yell out your name i want to bring like a lot of the teens from the youth group and we'll take over have a bible study or something and then when they call my name i'm gonna write down the lord be with you and then people so are gonna respond yeah and with, and your, with spirit. your spirit so like you know we're chilling and everything and they yell out the lord be with you <laughs> like for my coffee order and all the kids will go and with your spirit did you just think of that and evangelization will happen about the mass can you check out the mass a little bit yeah sure in my bulletin articles i was pointing people to this free course that was offered by um, the liturgical institute for and mundelein oh nice and there's five talks each of them is an hour so it's kind of a long time but the the speaker there was our speaker was our instructor in seminary so it was like it was as if people are sitting in on classes uh, in the seminary, which is so rare. Like, yeah, oh yeah. What other opportunities can you actually have somebody sitting in in a Christology class or, mm-hmm. or the doctrine of God? Or mm-hmm. They actually have the ability to like sit in on a, on a liturgy class. Yeah, that's really cool. And the teacher, he's, he's really good at describing things, giving examples. And who is this? His name is uh, Christopher Karstens. So the name of the class is an introduction to the sacred liturgy. And in the first couple of classes, he defines what is the liturgy. Do you have any idea what the liturgy is? Work of God. It is. Work of the people. Work of the people. (laughs) That's one way to define liturgy. Isn't that the Greek? I only go by the Greek, man. It's all about the Greek. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. Come. Yeah, so it comes from these two Greek words, laos, which means people, and ergon, which means work. So the work of the people is the way that... um, it can be defined. But it can be? Yeah. So there's a better way to define those two words. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Work of the people makes it sound like it's up to us. Yeah, that's very true. Like we have, This is the work we do on Sunday morning to prove to God that we're good people and that we promise, not, we promise to be better, basically. Yeah, yeah. not good. Not good, because then we get into this mentality that we need to earn salvation mm-hmm. and salvation first and foremost is something that God did for us. We didn't deserve him to do it. Uh, 
he did it because he unconditionally loves us. So a better definition, instead of work of the people, is work done on behalf of the people. Love it. Which means the work being um, is the object and the acting subject is God. God. Very good. So God's the one doing the work for us. So in this case, us yeah. is the indirect object, not the acting subject. Yeah, I love that. I love this. And a great example of that um, was when Bishop Bartosik, our bishop, came to confirm our eighth graders. And he was giving them a talk and just talking about confirmation, everything, the sacrament. Um, sac- that's part of the liturgy. And he was, he was telling the kids, like, guys, you, I'm sorry to say, but you, you guys are not being confirmed because you did anything to earn this um that this is nothing it really isn't anything to do with you at all and you're saying but that's a good thing it's all about god and it's all about jesus christ and and the holy spirit Mm -hmm. um that confirmation definitely not a graduation or anything confirmation is god himself confirming in them like god god is doing the work and um, we are participating in that Exactly. So humbling, but so beautiful. And that's, that's yeah. who God is. And that's, that's the beauty of the Lord. Yeah, often at that age, the, what we find in the church and maybe what we experienced as teenagers, what we were told as teenagers was that we are confirming God. Yeah, like, oh, I choose lives. this. I choose this. Yeah. And that, there's some truth to that for sure because it is a public act that they're presenting themselves to the church yeah. and saying, I want to receive the sacrament of confirmation because I want God to be number one in my life yeah. i want the gifts of the holy spirit and i want to be a public witness for the faith in the mm-hmm. world yeah and so that was necessary and so back in the day part of the rite in confirmation was the bishop would slap the confirmandi the mm-hmm. person receiving confirmation yeah. on the face not hard but um the idea was that through this sacrament you're being made strong to resist the temptation of the evil one you're able to to, you're strengthened by the gift of the Holy Spirit to give witness, good Christian witness, to a world desperately in need of it. So you're participating in the work of God, mission of the church, by participating, by getting confirmed and participating in the liturgy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's, I think, one of the most important distinctions about the liturgy Um, that we can offer people. It's said that um, the Trinity is used to describe what God's doing inside himself, how he's relating to himself inside. But the liturgy is what God is doing outside of himself on behalf of his people. So I love it. Yeah. The principal prime minister of the liturgy is Jesus. It's not necessarily us as priests or lectors and cantors or altar service as important as they are you know they're they're able to more fully participate in the liturgy liturgy by taking on those roles and we're happy that they are but the primary principal minister is jesus so i just i just really like that that's not ever something that i was told as a kid do you have were you when you were a kid really uh involved in the in the mass as an altar server yeah i altar served you did at the 6 a.m. mass. <laughs> that explains 6 a, a lot. M. That is very early. So there was one time when uh, I was sleeping over at a friend's house. His name was Max Thane. Good dude. Awesome man. I don't know what he's doing now. 
but uh, I was sleeping over there and we woke, like we barely slept at all. Um, and I was not definitely not used to that. How old were you? Um, I don't know, third, fourth grade. Okay. I went immediately from the sleepover to mass to serve the mass during the Our Father. I all I remember is I stood up for the Our Father after the Eucharistic prayer, and all of a sudden things started like blinking in my eyes, and like things started getting darker, and then all and then all I remember is waking up on the sacristy floor. Mm with Mrs. Thane looking over me and like dabbing me with a, a wet cloth. Faint. I fainted. <laughs> I fainted. Because? Because I barely got any sleep. I just wasn't, I don't know. No, because just... you were slain in the spirit. Oh, yes. It was, it was definitely a holy the thing. The Holy Spirit yes. came over you, <laughs> overcame your senses. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah. We have a lot of people to shout out. I'd like to shout out the mountains, the dukas, the kubises. Oh man, the Kulas. So I think it was Veronica Kubis. Yeah, who made that bread? It was Veronica who made it. So good. Ooh, brilliant. Thanks, Veronica. Five. You're a rock star. I gained five pounds. So the Kubises, the Kulas, the Dikas, the Hen family, the Pool family. Shout out to the eighth graders. Did we ever shout them out for graduating? Shout out to the eighth graders. Holler. Finally graduated. That's a lot of work. Finally, you can go to high school. You can go to high school and start all over again. Yeah. <laughs> you were at the top, now you're at the we bottom. We were all there. Don't worry. The You'll first shall be last, and the last shall be first. first. That's our boy Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.